BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Straight up with Stassi. Hi, everyone. I'm Stassi Schroeder. She's the star of Bravo's Vanderpump Rules. I'm here to talk about pop culture, reality TV, celeb gossip, relationships. Stassi's new podcast is a hilarious look at the world and everyone in it. I want to give my opinion on everything. And she's never one to hold back on any topic. Because that's what I do best. Judge. (laughs) This is Straight Up with Stassi. What's up, everyone? You're listening to Straight Up with Stassi. Uh, today's one of the biggest days ever. Why am I sitting next to you? Why am know. I not around or something? You know I don't like physical contact. <laughs> it's just kind of weird that we're just like sitting next to each other and just like because not looking at each other. Short. Okay, I'm going to like sit on my table so I can look at you, I guess. Um, you guys, today is a huge day. You know why? Because this is my first... How do you describe this? A podcast? Like, you know, I told you guys I have an extra podcast a week and it's where I do it alone and I'm answering all of your emails or questions. Um, But I'm like, so it's not like my first podcast, but it's like my first ever second podcast that I'm doing. There's got to be a better way to say that. There has to be like a better, (laughs) yeah. My first ever, is this a sequel? A consistent part, sequel? Part do? It's like <laughs> part do. It's straight up with Stasi part do for the first time. Yeah. So yeah. I just figured like, okay, um, I should probably have somebody come and like kick it off with me. And by that, she means her prettiest friend. <laughs> and, or or is it just the friend that lives close by? <laughs> you shut so up. I can walk out that door right now. So I figured let's have Rachel come on and do like a, oh, like a half an hour with me at first just to like kick it off. It's like an extravaganza. We're celebrating. Ooh, I like that. You know, I'm day two of a hangover, which let, let me just get into this. So this weekend... Rachel um, and Kristen, actually, and a lot of people that you know, Jacqueline was in it, and Gabby. Uh, I never remember her last name. What is it? Conti. Gabby Conti. And um, I will ha- be having her eventually on my podcast soon. They all had um, a comedy show. Take that, Ariana. But stand up and sketch. Yeah, but can I just say? So we all got there. All of her friends, all of their friends, we got there. And it was sold out. We got there 45 minutes early and it was sold out. We felt awful. Yeah, you should have. I mean, you ended up getting us in, but like... But you we would have to stand outside for like 30 minutes. It felt way longer. It could have been. I just felt so proud though, because we have like Ariana shitting on y'all's, you know, your comedy career, Kristen's hobby. Like, <laughs> and it's like, really? Shit sold out. And that is what's up. Yep. And it was one of the best shows I've seen you guys do. Thank you. Better it than just the gets- one you saw me on on Wednesday? 
um different but like every time i see you you just mm-hmm. get better and better i just fished for a compliment and your jokes shut up and the way that you tell your jokes like just get like just better i don't Thanks. know how to describe things in well, comedy there's something lingo that, um be said for um uh, actually doing comedy uh several nights a week uh to be a comedian mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> there's actually doing it is one of the main components of being a comedian I, and uh, i, I that's something that ariana missed out on yeah i yeah. assumed that so uh that's why that's how you get better yeah i'm not saying i'm great at it but i do it every day to get better it's true uh, <laughs> yeah well it's a, it's a small part of it it just just a <laughs> just little getting up on stage and actually doing, doing it, it once is, or yeah. ever yeah is forever. actually <laughs> probably the first yeah yeah just like 10 percent of it yeah you know <laughs> call me crazy but um but i was also really impressed with Kristen. she did so good Kristen was what do you call that a host yeah she did we we did um she did like an snl st- snl style monologue and so that yeah, was a monologue mm-hmm. and she had like really funny jokes now she got like applause breaks yeah i was like she did incredible i didn't know like i know Kristen's funny but i didn't know that funny she was good it was like and I was, she i seemed, felt really proud and she seemed so composed on stage because minutes before she was freaking out she wouldn't go she wouldn't go up she was well because we were very stressed because of the whole like not letting our friends in thing so it wasn't a very relaxing like pre-show yeah and so she hadn't even got to get like settled in or like have a drink to loosen up or anything and so when it was her time to go on she had she basically had probably just walked in the door again like from like trying to help people get out and she was like i can't do it so i had to go up and like pretend to do my set and i was like god i don't know if she's gonna be ready and then i hadn't seen her like the, the couple minutes before she went on but i just called her up on stage and she walked up like a pro yeah like you would have never I would, known i she never was know yeah. like i only knew because you said that yeah like she, i couldn't believe how composed she was and she her like timing was just like on fucking point it was hilarious fleekage like 150 fucking percent i wish we had a video but i think we're actually gonna film some of these sketches that we wrote you should so that we can like post them places put them on youtube yeah get 100 million views <laughs> all right do people get 100 million views do you remember yeah. how i told you that what? no because at the reunion when tom tom and ariana like oh I, i'm not allowed to talk about this i don't think it'll, it'll air <laughs> i don't think mind. i don't think bravo will air this actually but when they brought you up at the uh-huh. reunion and they were like i don't even know them why did they bring you i, mean, I know tom i, I don't tom know them time, why but... do they come at me they're the only ones that come at, that ever come at me <laughs> so, so they like brought you up and i'm like um first of all like you guys shouldn't be talking about somebody who's not here to defend herself like like that's so classless and weird yeah. and then uh i was just like she does stand up like whatever whatever like what if really ariana like what have you done like what if and Tom's like, shut up, Stussy. She's on a video. She, her uh, comedy has a hundred million views. And I'm like, does anything have a hundred mu- million views? Like, <laughs> what is this like mystery comedy thing that did she you did? Look up what it is? No, it's I'm not guessing it's, it's like a, it's like a funnier dies. I think sketch so. I actually haven't in. even seen it, but I think Kristen told me what it was. Well, that's great that she's in a funnier die sketch. I think that's awesome. But yeah. like, you can't say she has a hundred million views because she happened to be in something else. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, let, tell well, me, tell me when did she decides her comedy had a hundred million views. She he made it sound different... like that. Yeah. No, I don't think. And I'm like, hundred million think, people don't, don't know who we Amy are. Schumer has a hundred million. No, views. she doesn't. Yeah. Oh my god, it was so annoying. So I'm like, you know what, Sandy. <laughs> Sandy. Why, don't, why don't you give me a call when ariana puts her stand up on youtube and it gets more than seven views okay <laughs> we oh wait i'm sorry she doesn't do stand up so yeah. that would be impossible yeah. to put it okay anyway 
so that was a really great night. I'm done talking about the comedy, yes. the comedy scene in Vanderpump Rules. Yes. I feel like I've talked it out, and yeah, like now I'm going to start annoying people. Yeah, we're good. So I'm going to I'm annoyed to bed. With it for us. Yeah. Uh, but let's just don't talk about your hangover yeah well i drank too much so I, I tell you guys all the time i don't mix my alcohols and for some reason saturday i felt like i could because i was like waiting an hour and a half in between the categories of alcohol like during the day i had champagne <laughs> then, the events where alcohol was served yes and then like an hour and a half later i went and had two margaritas and then like an hour and a half later I switched to vodka and then an hour and a half after that I like had like wine as a nightcap thinking like the hour and a half in between them would make it okay and you had a half of a bagel and a half all of day a, no I had a bagel no you didn't yes I did it was a whole one I had like four bites of it and that's pretty much the other half okay I had a bagel and then uh but I woke up and I yeah I threw up all day long yesterday <laughs> when I say it was like the freaking worst like I can't remember a hangover like this bad and I woke up again today hungover so I'm, ha I'm having a little hair of the dog situation I was supposed to do this podcast yesterday but I couldn't speak <laughs> I couldn't even text people back which isn't that weird for me because I always have that problem but it, it, it was bad well, my throat mix. still hurts well it's also from putting too. my fingers down champagne, there wine you had to make yourself throw up um, I had to like start the process Ugh. until I started doing it on my own. Well, bright side, did you lose weight? I felt skinnier today. Good. Well, but then I, the silver but lining. then I ate, uh, Ben and Jerry's for breakfast. You, do you want to know you what You may flavors? have a pass now. What? Flavors? <laughs> <laughs> there was more than one? Yeah, because I got two. <laughs> <laughs> what were they? Half baked and fish food. Ooh, we have fish, fish food in our fridge right now. So you know how good it is. It's delicious. Yeah. I also ordered Cafe Med pasta yesterday. Threw that up. That wasn't fun. I'll never be able That's to eat that again. Pasta. That's yeah. too bad. Well, I'm a bougie hangover <laughs> chick. What can I say? Not you McDonald's know? for no you. No McDonald's. It was like, no, I want Cafe Med uh, penne pasta with salmon asparagus and a vodka sauce. That was your favorite one. Now you can't eat it? Now I feel like I won't well, be able to eat it. Well, throwing up fish is never good. So. No. Yeah. It, well, it really wasn't my favorite. Ugh. So yeah, um, I was really hungover. I still am. I've decided just now to do like a little hair of the dog situation since I feel like enough time has passed. Um, I used Lyft all weekend long. That's awesome. Yeah. I always use Lyft. I know you do, but like you're oh, the one pick. who like started me on it. And then after my like bad experiences with other companies, I was just like, fuck that. I'm like ride or die Lyft. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I have a special offer for you guys. I'm going to get into what I like about Lyft in a second, but I want to just start it off with my offer since it's the most important. Um, <laughs> you're going to get $30 towards rides. Do you know what that is? That's basically like getting three free rides because when you go places... I mean, really, when do you like spend more than like $10 in L.A.? And Lyft is cheaper than most of the other uh, taxi-ish companies. I think it is the cheapest. Yeah, it is. So basically, I'm like giving you guys three free rides because that's $30 towards riding. Uh, all you have to do is go to lyft.com slash Stassi. That's L-Y-F-T dot com slash Stassi. You enter your phone number and you'll get a message to activate your offer. It's my offer. And you're going to get $30 towards uh, riding around. So like, awesome. listen, if you didn't get your paycheck on time and you need to like get places 
you be, this if week you just feel like getting crazy and getting out there yeah stassi you want to have a cocktail not Stas- drive back stassi is here to help you alcoholics i like that is my goal in life to just like help alcoholics everywhere get to their places safely and i think that's admirable i think it is too um let me talk about why i like left as opposed to other ones they don't really surge when i get into like other companies cars uh Sometimes a $10 ride ends up being $100 because of a surge. And they bully you into accepting it. Yeah. It's very annoying. You have to accept it. Otherwise, they, they like want you to like crash and or like drink and drive. I, I don't get it. So I'm really over the whole surge situation. I always love how like Lyft drivers always tell me that they're like so happy working for Lyft as opposed to the other ones. So I feel like everyone's just like happier overall. It's so easy to use. Lift I mean, drivers are always nicer too. They're so much nicer. Mm-hmm. You just have to open the app, tap to request a, request a ride, and right away a driver is going to be on the way. They don't. You don't have to find them. They find you. So it's like super, super, super easy. You guys start using Lyft, please. Khaleesi's use Lyft. That's Lyft.com/stasi for my special, exciting offer that you guys only get through this podcast, and uh, get thirty dollars towards your trips. So if you're going uh, not that long of a distance, three free trips. That's how I like to look at it. That's awesome. Um, so, yeah. So back to my story. Was a little hungover. <laughs> the most hungover. Now I'm feeling a little better. It's bachelor night. Yes. Vanderpump night. It's your big Vanderpump night. It is. We got to see what goes down with the whole Katie Stassi situation. But guys, you won't believe what happened to me and Rachel over the weekend. What happened to us? <laughs> i'm gonna remind you what happened to us <laughs> was i was i there <laughs> uh we were at the grove and um we were walking up to the, like oh let's go to the grove after this do you have plans no i'm just going to katie's at eight well i can't say actually i will be able to say because this comes out tomorrow after it aired i'm going to katie's today to too <laughs> oh, oh my god i haven't been able to talk about the fact that we're friends for now like mm, eight months you've been exiled oh my god i just feel like i came out of the closet rachel i feel so liberated that this is the first <laughs> time ever i am being able Tonight's to talk your about coming out party it is uh, tonight is my well tonight as in monday is my coming out party yeah so yeah katie and i are friends <laughs> Feels really good to say. I'm just going to say it over and over again. Katie and I are friends. Katie and I are friends. I've had to keep it a secret. You know what? I hate that we have to keep so many things secret. Like, you know that after show thing we filmed? Mm-hmm. My hair's shorter in it. They know it was just recently filmed. But yeah. they made me say that me and Patrick were still broken up. And I'm like, why are you making me say that? They're like, you know, we want you to stay. Like, we don't want to give anything away. I'm like, Patrick's not on the show. Why does it fucking matter? But he's on your podcast and stuff. And he's on my, and I said that too. And they were just like, well, can we just please do this for Bravo? And I'm like okay i'm like but you make me feel like i'm tricking people and i don't want to trick people yeah i want to be able to like be honest i think the katie thing makes sense though because it was like I do a under- fairly big reveal i do understand the katie thing and all that. but also to keep like somebody you a Patrick secret breaking up getting back together is not a big surprise no it happens every day <laughs> uh but like the katie thing it's hard to like keep a friend a secret for like eight months yeah, when like true. you're going on vacations with them cropping them out of photos yeah or- i'm getting cropped out of every fucking group photo and it's annoying yeah you know? I was asked to take a photo down of all of us once and I was like, listen, I don't have that many followers, so likely no one's going to see this, but sure, I'll take it down, bravo. <laughs> was that that one of the comedy? Yeah. Yeah. It's annoying. Um, but yeah, let's take it back to the Grove. Oh, so in the mood to go to the Grove. Um, this is some fun. I'm hungry too. Me too. Because hungry. I threw everything up yesterday, so like now I'm just like ready to go. Yeah. So 
we're walking in the Grove. We're going to the Italian place by the fountain because that's my favorite place to get drinks. And I'm, honestly, it's like the best food, too. They have really good food. They have like $3 appetizers. The dip and bread. Oh. But still. Okay. I didn't really notice that, but it's $3. Of but didn't. I just, no, but I liked it. So we, we go and we walk to the outside bar area and sit down and I hear somebody go, Stassi? And I turn around. She's like, oh my God, I listen to your podcast. I've emailed you. And I'm like, did I respond? And she's like, you talked about it on your on the show Aww. and i'm like which email was that and she's like the one about ben higgins you guys what are the fucking odds remember so crazy. when i talked about a girl who emailed me being like i grew up with ben higgins shout out her name's christina shout she's out adorable so sweet she looks like odette annabelle yeah that was your That's... call i thought she looked like jade from the bachelor too she does she has the same eyes yeah but like i see more of odette yeah i think you're right so uh, remember when i said this girl emailed me she grew up with ben and explained that he's like such a great person all that so like i talked about her on my podcast and i ran into her she was on vacation here because they were filming the women tell all Mm -hmm. for the bachelor on saturday or friday or what saturday and so she was here as like moral support for ben higgins and i think she like filmed a segment so you guys might see her on the women so, tell all that would be so exciting and yeah we sat and, yeah she sat and had drinks with us yeah for like an kristen hour showed up yeah and kristen and it was so much fun she was so sweet and gave me a little behind the scenes bachelor gossip which i don't feel like i can say I yeah mean, well she just says he's a really nice guy yeah but i was like asking questions like you know the questions that yeah, like, people yeah. want to hear and say. i'll talk about it once it's over once the bachelor's over yeah but i just wanted to give a little shout out to her because she was just like so nice there was uh so when you guys were sitting there you were you were facing towards um her and so Kristen and I were talking did you see the other lady that came up to Kristen she no. came up twice no okay so it happened on was it, oh so it was was it Friday when we went to the Grove yeah because Saturday we Friday. was Katie's yeah. thing okay so Friday at the Grove we're all there Saucy's talking to the girl um that she'd emailed and uh me and Kristen are talking and this like adorable woman and her daughter come up and they uh go up to Kristen and they were just like hey we just want you to know that like you gotta like take your power back and we're so proud of you and if you need anyone to like you know beat anyone up like we're here for you and it was like really cute or whatever so then the next day we're at uh the Beverly Center after Katie's thing mm-hmm. and uh another lady came up to Kristen and said the same thing like she has like a following of like people that want to like protect her now that want to like beat people up yeah. for her. that's so sweet it's very sweet it's very cute that's so Kristen cute. always says she doesn't feel like people defend her remember she said that the other day that she feels like she always defends herself we're like well because you're so good at it yeah I, but that's true she's good at it she, she's good at defending herself but i feel like that with me i don't have people really defending me now my listeners do i mean but i've never had yeah, people defend me that's true i mean i guess i only did with Kristen just because i was so shocked i couldn't talk with ariana <laughs> i was just being a wuss i was having an out-of-body experience yeah i, I would like, imagine and i i don't know i also think it's weird to defend yourself in a, if it's something that has to do with like i don't know where you're like i'm better than i'm really good at this like that always yeah, sounds no, you stupid. can't defend yourself yeah but, like if you stupid. have to like brag about yourself yeah which is how i feel when oh my god this is so annoying because this is brought up on the reunion too when people are like they were asked um why do you think Stassi came back to the show? And they were like, well, I think she lost all of her friends. I think she was jobless and I think she was broke. And I'm like, 
this is when I wish somebody would step in and defend me because I'm yeah. not going to be the type of person to be like, I have a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be like, I have um, so many people that like me. I actually like, I work really hard. <laughs> I have a website and a blog. I have a podcast. Yeah. Um, I'm financially, I'm, I'm doing okay. And my friends still all really like me too. So like, what the fuck are you talking so about? no one said anything? No. So I just sat there and was just literally like, I hate when people, yeah, I don't, you can't defend you can't, yourself. You, you, can't, yeah, you can't be like, I'm stupid. I am doing well. And I do yeah. have this. You can't brag about yourself yeah. like that so I literally was just silent I'm yeah, like I think it sounds dumb yeah so I'm like I'm just gonna let people think that I that I'm just jobless and poor and friendless because I just I can't bring my I'm, I'm too prideful to like yeah to like brag and be yeah, like it's embarrassing actually shit's really good Jax but thanks for your feedback yeah. you know what I mean I don't I just couldn't say it I, I, now I want to know who said it but you can't it say. was I think it was Jax actually I think it, all of them at some not all of them but a lot of a couple of them oh said it but he did say it once and i I'm, i literally was just like can you I just he said it on the episode can you just like so quiet yourself yeah he yeah. said it on yeah he said it on the show so i'm not like giving away anything that you know there's no spoiler situation going on no but yeah that was really cool honestly it's been like a really we a weird week because when we went to your comedy show on wednesday mm -hmm. rachel did another comedy show because she, <laughs> she's a comedian she's a comedian <laughs> this joke's never it's gonna start it's just gonna follow you forever i'm gonna like always okay throw back tariana all the time like sorry we're giving her too much credit so yes. and by the way I, I this is what a fucking pussy i am sorry mama if you listen to this i'm sorry i just cussed and no you don't like it love you um i uh after we started talking about it so much remember i kept telling you and kristen i'm like no i kind of feel bad like maybe we shouldn't like say it anymore because i don't want her to feel bullied now <laughs> uh, well no i felt the same yeah. way like when i was such a pussy right when me and christina finished the podcast last week she's like do you want to edit that out and i'm like no you know yeah, what you weren't being mean i'm there, not gonna though. feel bad about that because yeah. she talks so much shit all yeah. the time she was the meanest one to me at the yeah. fucking reunion i'm like well you and are wusses fuck that you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no, I'm not going to edit it out. I'm going to say what I want. Like, yeah, she doesn't know me and yeah. she's mean to me. No, that's true. She's mean to me too. And in every freaking interview, her and Tom just literally just like rip me to shreds. And I'm like, you two are like yeah, the two people care? that don't know me. So I don't care about being mean about her in this yeah. situation. I just never want anyone else to feel sad, but she doesn't care that we feel sad. She doesn't care that she could have like, let's say people actually paid attention when she discredited my comedy. Yeah. Let's what if that would have hurt you? Let's, let's say there was a Your comedy career. club owner watching that or something like she used her like national platform of being on a reality show to just discredit someone she doesn't even know just to either it's be mean, mean or because she was jealous that she didn't pursue comedy or something like that's really cruel when did comedy become like <laughs> i don't know like the cheerleader in high school like you know what i mean Amy like schumer made it that way maybe I don't know. maybe like yeah. now it's like so trendy i did it before that <laughs> yeah oh my gosh you were like a trendsetter kind of like i used to brag about how i wore black nails before it was cool but that's Ooh. just because i was chubby and gothic oh that's well but still hey you were trendy it was i was i was a I trendy think you wore chokers too and they just came back mm -hmm. i'm all into chokers now like I just ordered a they have a it reminded me of what you were talking about but it's a gold one like the black ones that I've been wearing oh, mm -hmm. I'm really excited I'm gonna order more from your mom your mom has a bunch of good ones but she's gonna design some oh she would love that you guys I talk to her about it check out my mom's Etsy account for Georgie Jewels that's I'm sorry that I promote so much stuff but like no, honestly her, it's how her, I make I mean, her, her mom's necklaces but are incredible everything that I wear on Vanderpump Rules this season is all my mom and what Kristen wears on Vanderpump Rules most of it's my mom's mm -hmm. so like go to it buy a replica if you want you know what I mean I I handwrite the notes with my mom 
if anyone buys something from Etsy. So it's pretty cool. cool. Um, But yeah, at your comedy show, there were like four or five people that came up to me that normally when people come up to me, they're like, oh my God, you're on Vanderpump Rules. Mm -hmm. But all these girls separately came up to me and they were like, oh my God, I love your podcast. Yeah. And I cried. It was like a crazy moment where like, oh my God, is like, this is so cool. That is so cool. I told you when I went, we've might have already talked about this on the podcast. When I went to, when I was doing stand up for the troops overseas, I was in Germany and a girl came up to me and she was like, I think I've heard you on Stassi's podcast. Tell Stassi I love her. That's it. Mike, it makes me so happy. So cool. It's just so amazing. And one of the girls I met, she's a Disney princess. Oh, cute. So I'm going to have her on my podcast. You should. Because I just. Because you love Disney. I love Disney. Don't tell her about all the illegal things you do there. Or should I? <laughs> or should, <laughs> or maybe, should maybe I? She'll tell you the ins and outs of how yeah. you get away with it. Yeah. I feel like I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go hard with it and be like, now <laughs> tell, me where, tell me where you. What do you do when you, you have do? to drink on the job? She's like, I don't drink on the job. I feel like she does. If she listens to my podcast, she has to drink on the job. You know I mean, what I mean? Yeah. If you don't drink on the job, how can you relate to me? Good point. You know, so. Or anyone. So I can't wait to have her on. I'm just going to pick her little Disney brain. You know what I mean? Um, Real fast, you guys. Mac Weldon. Do your guys' boyfriend's underwear situation suck? Uh, Because if it does, you guys got to go to MacWeldon.com because it is the chicest underwear uh and not even just underwear socks like undershirts for men if you go to the website the website is so sleek and you feel like it's i've said this every time i i talk about them it reminds me of like underwear that like james bond would wear or just like a rich dude you know what i mean like a a dude that like has his shit together because like nothing says more about a, a guy than like his undergarments i truly believe that like, I feel like someone yeah. who puts effort into having really nice underwear and socks and undershirts, like it just says a lot about that person. It's true. And that's why I really love Mac Weldon. Um, they're a lifestyle brand from New York. And what's really great about them is they have like this 18 hour jersey where it sits unrolled for 18 hours before it's cut. So like the fit of this underwear is so consistent and it's so much softer. Patrick is a Patrick use. He told me, Oh my God, when he did my podcast with me, he's like, Oh yeah. When we were in a fight and we like had our little breakup thing over the summer, he's like, I used your own code to buy more at, that's hilarious. at Mac Weldon. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh my God, that isn't that good. That's amazing. Um, like, I hate Stassi right now, but I'm willing to type her name in just to, I'm get, willing this just to get this underwear. <laughs> Um, and with my little code, Stasi, the code is Stasi. I'm not talking to Stasi. I'm saying the code is Stasi. Listeners get 20% off the entire order. That's amazing because 20% off goes a really freaking long way. If you're thinking of buying like presents for people or for men or for anything, like buy it in bulk and get like a huge discount on that. I'm going to buy some for John. You really should. It's really nice. John's bougie like that. Your boyfriend is so bougie. <laughs> So yeah, 20% off. Use my code Stasi. That's what's up. You know what I mean? So do we have anything else left to talk about right now? Because I'm about to get into the solo straight up with Stasi situation do where I, I answer these emails. And I'm going to sit here and drink and watch you do it. Okay, thank you. Um, can I just warn everybody? This is going to be a little rough. It's going to be a little rusty. 
I need you guys all to bear with me because I'm not really used to talking to myself. I so, find that very hard to believe. <laughs> so <laughs> you're an ass. So it might not be as good or as entertaining as other episodes. Um, please be gentle with your feedback. Like I respond well when like I get like positive reinforcement not when not like negative criticism I've said this to my producers on Vanderbump Rules I've said this to the people at CBS radio but I think they probably thought I was psycho when I said it like are like Stassi's being a diva think thinks she's no, like you were Mariah just Carey. telling them how to manipulate yes, you. you were like I'm just literally tell me saying, I'm great and I'll do what you tell me to yes if you tell it literally I am telling every teaching people how to manipulate me <laughs> like I the way that you can get me to do better or to do what I need to do is to just tell me all the good stuff about what I am doing okay Stassi you make a really good cocktail it's like one of your the things you're best at and mine is running a little low <laughs> that Did was that brilliant work? that Did was that brilliant work? and I right when I'm done with this I will <laughs> get up and I'm gonna make you another cocktail good. do you want to know what's in it it's a uh, coconut vodka grapefruit sparkling water and a splash of like peach soda so it tastes like a fucking vacation it's delicious um so yeah again be nice to me you guys I'm really sorry if it's boring but I'm going to try not to be. Okay. Be great. So we'll take a break. And then when I come back, um, I'll be by myself. Okay. Bye. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Talking pop culture, reality TV, celebrity gossip, relationships, and more. This is Straight Up with Stassi. Okay, guys, so here I go. Uh, like I said um, earlier, uh, this is my first time doing uh, my extra podcast by myself. So again, asking you to bear with me. I've never done this before. I remember when I, I was approached about doing a podcast, uh, I was told like, oh, yeah, you could just do it by yourself. It would be fine. Yeah, no. It's not fine. It's really hard, actually, to like talk to yourself, if that makes any sense. And I've always been the type of person uh, to appreciate uh, group efforts. I know that I am better when I have my friends around me. I, I can, you know, build off of what they say. I come up with new ideas based on what they say. It's so much easier to do a podcast when you have an awesome guest because. If there's a little lull, that's on me. And that's not fun. But anyway, yes, this is exciting. My first ever podcast. Again, just going to announce this. From here on out, I will be having two podcasts a week. One with a guest and one where I am answering my Khaleesi's questions. I get tons of emails from you guys and I've said I try and write back, but it's really time consuming to read all of them, much less also come up with a response that isn't just like super basic, if you know what I mean. So I figured this would be a great way to address so many of you guys' questions or when you have topics that you want me to cover. So it's like you guys are my guest instead of having a friend here. So I'm going to get into the first question and uh, let's see. I, I feel like I have like 10 questions or whatever. Um, Jenna wrote me a lot of nice stuff, but I'm just going to get to the question part. She says, everything you talk about pertaining to your life and relationships, I completely relate to. 
I wanted to get some advice on how you handled living with Patrick after such a short time of knowing each other. The rift you talk about moving from new couple honeymoon stage to old married couple so quickly is something I completely get and want to know if your decisions on your relationship with Patrick, i.e. taking a break, getting separate apartments, restarting your relationship a bit, strengthened or changed your relationship? Um, First of all, excellent question, Jenna. Uh, I've talked about my relationship with Patrick openly, I feel like the whole time during this year that I've had a podcast. And uh, oh, and I forgot to even mention it's now been, I feel like a, a full year. Maybe I'm like a few weeks, a few weeks away to like my one year anniversary with Straight Up With Stassi, but it's coming up. Um, yeah, it was really when Patrick and I met, I most of you guys know, I basically was a listener of his and I kind of like stalked him on Twitter and forced him to meet me, in which case, like basically he had no choice but to be my boyfriend. So after doing a long distance relationship for like six months, I decided to move to New York because I could at the time. And we moved into, well, I moved into his like 300 square foot studio apartment. And let me tell you that shit is not easy. Like, I just want you to try and like imagine what 300 square feet is like. There are no rooms. The bathroom is basically in the living room. The living room is the kitchen. The kitchen is the bedroom. It's all one. So you don't have a place to go to do like any of your embarrassing shit. And when you get in a fight, mm, you got to walk down to the local Mexican restaurant so you can just get like smashed on margaritas. That's basically what I did. Not to mention when I lived in New York, it was uh, just during the winter, that six months of like wintry hell. So if we got in an argument, I literally would just get bundled up and race, like run uh, through the snow to a Mexican restaurant, the one that was on our street. And I would just like drink margaritas and call my friends from home from Los Angeles and just bitch. You know what I mean? And then so after when we decided after those six months, when we decided to move to Los Angeles together, we got an amazing apartment, had tons of space, two bedrooms, a loft, two bathrooms. But I just we just felt like, again, we turned into an old married couple. Things weren't exciting. Patrick was just always in his his office working and it felt like when we were around each other it wasn't special because we were just always around each other we decided to move into two separate apartments and I have to say it's been one of my favorite parts of this year we both are the type of people that like alone time I really appreciate my alone time I like decorating my apartment the way that I want it to I want to be able to do embarrassing things without you know I want to watch Kim Kardashian uh, while I gorge on Taco Bell and like you know get hammered and I don't feel like having anyone judge you know what I'm saying so I've really enjoyed it and plus it gets exciting because I never know if we're gonna go on a date or if he's gonna spend the night so when I text him and I say are you spending the night tonight it's like I get butterflies because it feels like we're just starting the relationship It's like we pressed reset. I'm not going to say that that works for everybody because obviously you can't live in separate apartments forever. Um, And a lot of people had said it was the beginning of the end. But I really do have to say that I feel like I've I've learned so much more about him as a person. And I think the same for for him with me by being separate. And it's just been a lot of fun. So listen, if we get married, this is going to be like the last apartment I'm in by myself. So 
better make that time <laughs> better make it fun um so great question I do think it strengthened and changed our relationship it made it better not to say we don't fight we still do because I'm still an asshole and so is he I guess you know it's just life uh, she also had another question that said, also, I love how you talk so openly about your relationships with your friends. I've experienced a lot of the same backlash you get from friends when you invest in a new relationship a lot from friends I've had my entire life, whatever. I wanted to, I wanted to know if you could give me some advice on how to deal with it. So what she's talking about is I've talked about when when a girl starts dating a guy, um, a lot of the times your friendships kind of uh, don't get the same amount of attention. And I think that's like, all the time really because you're so excited about your new partner and you're doing things together and you kind of you change yourself a little bit because that's what you do when you get in a relationship you acquiesce and you try and fit into each other's lives you make concessions and um compromises and i i've I've never really subscribed to the idea that like when someone gets in a relationship like oh she's she's changing herself well yeah i think with any relationship that's no two people are just going to magically fit together perfectly. You do have to compromise and change yourself a little bit. N- not anything that you take pride in. Obviously, don't change yourself completely. But, you know, if your boyfriend likes doing something specific that you're not really into, it, I think it's it's sweet when, you know, you kind of take up, uh, take up that hobby or, you know, it's just being in a relationship, you have to try and fit together and... I always like to say to to friends like, listen, you might be mad that you're not getting the same attention from your friend anymore because she has a new boyfriend. But then there's going to be a time when you get a new boyfriend and you're acting the same exact way. Every single girl goes through it. So everyone just relax, you know, just take it easy. Thanks, Jenna, for uh, that. Uh, Becca uh, said, I'd love to know your favorite makeup products like nude lip liner, lipstick combos, you're loving bronzer, foundation. Also, where do you like to shop for clothes online? I know such basic questions, but listen, I have to know. Uh, I don't think they're basic questions. I like them. Shopping online? I shop everywhere. So let's see. Okay, clothes, revolve.com. The clothes are like cheap-ish do you know what I mean? So you don't feel like you're truly spending a fortune because Shopbop's my favorite, but that can be kind of pricey. Um, even though I had issues with ASOS, I'm still a fan. Uh, as as far as like furniture and homeroom and home decor and stuff, I love Wayfair.com and One King's Lane. My two favorites. Basically, I go to One King's Lane and if something's like way too expensive, I just like find a replica on Wayfair. Sorry, One King's Lane. Listen, It's 2016. Girls got to be on a budget sometimes. I also love, love, love um, tradesy.com because that's where I've been finding like my designer purses and shoes for like half off because they're like they've been worn like one day. Um, I'm like addicted. So like anytime I want something like super expensive, like I mean like designer, but not for a lot of money, I, uh, I go there. It's like kind of like how I like calm myself down. I found that like whenever I get upset, I just go on my computer or my shopping apps and I just like look at shoes. I mean, is there anything that can like make you happier than just like looking at like a good pair of shoes? It almost makes me happier than like a cocktail. Psych. Kidding. Nothing makes me happier than a cocktail. 
Um, let's see. Lip liners, lipsticks. Okay. You guys, I rotate. I Whenever I go to Sephora and I go like twice a week, I always buy a new, a new nude. I do the same thing with bronzer. I like testing them all out. I have so many right now. I'm liking Makeup Forever. I think that I have like 1C and 2C. Um, I like Hourglasses nude. I like, uh, fuck, I like so many. You guys follow me on Snapchat because like I'll, I'll start like posting the new, the liners and makeup that I use that day if I'm feeling pretty enough. Uh, bronzers, again, I rotate them all. And foundation, I told you guys this before, that new Sephora sp- airbrush spray can. I've had so many of you guys tweeting me and emailing me about it, about what it is. Sephora, the line Sephora. I'm not talking about a different brand in Sephora. I'm talking Sephora. They have only one foundation that's in a can. That's the one I'm talking about. So you guys need to go and check it out. I'm telling you, use a primer first. And if you spray that shit onto like a damp sponge and and use it with a primer, that that shit lasts forever. Seriously, I think I went like 10 hours without like retouching my makeup. It was awesome. Um, okay, someone wrote me, can you please discuss in detail the conversation that you and Tom Schwartz had that was shown on TV and how you reacted to the things he was saying? Thank you in advance. Okay, be well. All right, this was really interesting because Schwartz and I have been really close. I've always loved Schwartz. I've thought of him as a really good friend, even outside of him and Katie's relationship. So when I went to go meet with him and he was so hard on me, I'm telling you that he's the only person, the only man I think I would have allowed to be hard on me like that because we were close. If somebody else had had come at me like that, I would probably would have just been like, okay, fuck this because you don't know me well enough to talk to me like that. But because we've had a brother-sister relationship, I can appreciate everything that he had to say. And let me tell you guys, that shit was worse than what you saw on TV. Not kidding. It was really, really hard. I walked into that meeting and expected like, all right, he'll give it to me a little bit, but ultimately like, I'm, I'm hoping it'll be okay. No, it was really, really rough. And granted, he was fair and very eloquent, but it was really rough. I mean, there was even a point in time when he was like, I don't even like your style anymore. And I'm like, what? And like that made me like start sobbing and everybody thinks <laughs> that's really funny because that was really what got me. Um, I mean, what? my style is amazing. Like, how can you say that? I mean, I guess my style isn't for everyone. Whatever. Um, I wish I could give you more details about that, but I was wasted. And so I am pretty sure I don't remember a whole lot of it. But I was really happy to have that conversation. That was like one of the most real moments on television in terms of our show, I feel like. I do want to take a moment to uh, talk about Weebly because so many of you guys have been emailing me asking how to start a blog. And so this is really important for you guys to listen to. And I, I, really, I truly believe that if you have an idea for a blog, what's the point in not doing it? Because that is the only way that you are going to kind of capitalize on on what your hobbies are and what your interests are. And the internet and social media and with all of that around, you know, these ages, I guess, through these years, it's so important to be out there. And I know it's kind of daunting when you're trying to start a website because, I mean, let's be honest, like, I don't know anything about like codes, coding online. I like can barely work my computer. I have to have like the most basic, easy to use 
computer and phone and all that. I, I, I would not know where to begin if I had to make my own website, hence why I'd hired somebody. But at Weebly.com, um, they have made making websites so freaking simple. And I'm telling you, it's professionally professional quality websites or blogs or even online stores. So if you are thinking of, you know, having an online store, say you want to start selling crystals, I don't know, go to Weebly.com and they literally walk you through everything. Weebly has created for people like with the courage to start their own business and the dream to be their own boss. You don't need to be a web designer. You don't know how to code to create a fantastic website. I was so impressed by how easy it was. And I'm using it to try and make an e-commerce section on my blog. That's something I've been wanting to do for a while. And let me just say, they have an app for this. You could actually make a website on your app, like straight from your phone. You can make a website from your phone. You guys have to go to weebly.com slash straight up because you get a free trial. Seriously. So you get started for free. You can start making your website for free. So that's go there. Weebly.com slash straight up, not Stassi. And just check it out. If you've been thinking about doing it, just go and make a website. You don't have to make it live if you don't want to. Don't make it live until it's perfect. Annabelle just started a website called uh, Adderall and Compliments. And she waited and sat on it for so long. And now that it's out there, oh my God, that shit is so funny. I absolutely love it. You guys need to go check it out. Okay, so back to questions. Let's see. Okay, so this is from Jessica Dolly. Um, Okay, so my hubby and I are going to Mexico in a few months and I need some travel tips. I've never traveled like this. What do I wear to the airport? Leggings, jeans, and we have a layover at LAX for seven hours. Any suggestions on what we can do to burn time Uh, and what time we should be back to the airport to check in? Uh, listen, I love airport styles. So that's why I really wanted to answer this. I never wear jeans at the airport because I don't like how they like dig into my love handles. It just like, and I feel like when I sit down, I have to like pull them over like my stomach. It's just like the worst feeling like goals for me is to like feel in shape enough to like enjoy wearing jeans, you know, um, I'm kind of like a, a leggings girl or like pants that have like tons of stretch in them and that are like control top I'm telling you control top pants at the airport yes they're the best I literally wear the same pants every single day I think god that's sad I feel like they probably smell like diet Dr. Pepper and ranch dressing and self-tanner can't forget that so if you're looking for (laughs) for airport advice I say control top, like leggings-y kind of pants, really cute loafers, or if you're not about loafers, you know, they have ballet flats or, you know, different different types of flats that are chic and cute. Please, no tennis shoes. Um, and I always like to just wear like a comfy shirt with like a, a chic trench. You know, no one can be mad at that. You're comfortable no matter what. You're warm if you get cold. You look put together. Trenches just like make people look like boss bitches. You know what I mean? As far as having a seven hour layover, I would just leave and go get happy hour. I mean, West Hollywood's kind of far away from LAX, but I love I love hanging out in WeHo. Um, Venice is close to LAX and there are tons of places to go in Venice. I'd like go on down to Abbott Kinney, if you know what I mean. But you should probably be back to the airport like two hours before. So don't fuck that up. Don't want to miss your flight, you know. 
Okay, thanks, Jessica. So I have one from Maddie. It says, hi, Stassi. I love listening to your podcast every week. I am super stoked to hear that you will be adding an additional podcast in which you answer questions, etc. I would love for you to talk about your experience on The Amazing Race. I think that would be funny as fuck. Because everything you've said about your awkward teenage years always is. Also, thanks for making me feel like my drinking habits are normal. Listen, Maddie, this is why I'm here. I am here to make all my Khaleesi's drinking habits okay. I don't want anyone to feel bad about themselves. I don't want anyone hiding in their closet, taking a shot because they don't want others to judge them. Let your alcoholic flag fly. That's what I say. I mean, I don't like when people are kind of secretive or like when people are like overly nice and happy and bubbly all the time. I'm like, no, like I need the, you are the worst. You're one that I need to watch out for because you're probably like undercover mean and like you're going to explode one day. I like to put my bitch on the table. I like for people to know what to expect from me and I appreciate that in return. Uh, that's how I feel about drinking habits. I like to know what to expect. No hiding shit. Anyway, the amazing race. Yeah. Um, thanks, Dad, for putting the most awkward time in my life on national television for people to Google and screenshot and tweet me uh, with like fat jokes. Cool. Uh, when I was 16 years old, my dad came home and was like, we're going to make they're doing a family edition on the amazing race. We're going to make a video and try and apply for it. And I'm like, cool. What's the amazing race? He made me watch an episode. I'm like, that seems legit. That seems fun. All right, let's go for it. So we sent in a video like the peasants we were and uh, got a call back and then got another call back. And then ultimately we're picked to go on it. Um, let me just say it was so much fun because it is like an adventure, a real life adventure. Um, but it's kind of gross. Like, you can't wear makeup. I guess you can, but I didn't. You sleep in, like, disgusting quarters. And by quarters, I mean tents sometimes. I know a lot of you guys like camping, but I wouldn't really call myself a nature girl. So sleeping in tents with your family wasn't really the best. Um, God, I wish I had more memories. This is when, like, having a guest comes in handy because uh, they can then jog my memory a little bit about things. I just remember being this 16-year-old semi-goth chunky teenager who, when I look back on it, literally looks, I mean, it, their personality looks exactly the same as mine is now. Just bratty. You know what I mean? Bratty all the way. I would say the most fun part of The Amazing Race, though, was when I got eliminated because when or back in the day before social media, if you got eliminated from The Amazing Race, they sent you away on a tropical vacation with all the other losers to be sequestered because they never wanted spoilers to come out about the show. So for two and a half weeks, I was at this amazing resort in Panama with all the other people that kept losing. So whenever a, a team would lose, they would come and join us. And I feel like I grew up a little there, honestly, because I was left on my own. My parents let me and my brother do what we want. My first ever boyfriend I met on that show during that time. Um, shout out to him. And we all just had so much fun. Like I was able to drink 
because in Panama you have to be 18, but they don't ask you how old you are. So I was like a 16, 17 year old, just like throwing up all over the place every night because I didn't know how to handle my alcohol. Um, And that was amazingly fun. I have the most vivid memories of that time being sequestered in Panama. I was just like a horny teenager, honestly. Those were the days. Um, I'm going to try and think of more stories for you guys about the amazing race. Maybe I will address that next time. Sorry if that wasn't uh, amusing enough, but it's kind of like all I can remember right now. Okay. Thanks, Maddie. Um, Hannah, Hannah C. Okay. She says, okay, well, she doesn't really use like periods. So I'm trying to figure out when I'm going to... Okay, I'm just going to start from the beginning because I can't tell where the sentences stop and and start. Saucy, first of all, I love you. you. You perfect human being. Cool. Thanks. Second of all, excuse my language, even though I know you literally don't care. Third of all, oh my God, tell me about the ghosts. Okay, so my question is like, when you use an Ouija board, a Ouija board, a Ouija or a Ouija? Someone corrected me. And now I can't remember which one it was. Okay, Ouija, Ouija board in your apartment. Does it open some kind of portal? Don't laugh at me. That's what she said. That basically sends this message to these otherworldly motherfuckers that like it's okay for them to just come chill in my house? Question mark, question mark, question mark. Like that freaks me out and I want to know about the dangers. Like if there's an evil spirit on the board, what the, what the fuck do you do? And if you don't do it right, do they just enter your home? Like, hey, what's up? I live here now. Let me know, girl. I'm so serious. Okay. <laughs> I'm, when I read this email for the first time, I actually laughed out loud. Actually, so many of your emails make me laugh out loud that I'm like, when I respond to a lot of you, I'm like, um, I normally don't write LOL, but like I literally just laughed out loud. You guys are always really funny in the way that you write your emails. So I love talking about ghosts. I like talking about spirits. I like talking about the Ouija board. Ouija, God, I wish someone was here right now to tell me how to say it. Oh, well. Um... This is the thing. Everything that I've researched about doing Ouija boards and everything that like people tell me, they basically say that that's like the one way for evil spirits to like come into your home and like stay there. Granted, that's never happened to me ever or anybody I know. So kind of feel like that's an urban legend. But I do think you should be careful. Um because I do have a theory about it. If this really is happening to people where like evil spirits are coming in through that portal, I think if you have like good intentions with doing an Ouija board or trying to connect to spirits, then I feel like everything's going to be okay. I feel like that must happen to to people who are like trying to do something like not benevolent with their experience. Again, this is my theory and I am probably 100 and 50% wrong but for real I mean I've heard that like evil spirits or like normal spirits are just like yeah this is my house now hope you're okay with it I've always wanted to live in a haunted house so like I'm hoping that happens to me eventually uh so far no luck like why don't ghosts like me I just don't get it like other people have like pictures with like orbs in it I've never had one of those I've never had one photo with an orb next to me. I've done the Ouija board a million times in my apartment. No one's ever decided to stick around. It's like, do I smell? Like, 
do you not like my vibe? Do you not like the decor in my amazing apartment? Like, what's going on? All I want is for a ghost to like want to be around me. I'm waiting for it. Maybe I should do a podcast live, like while I like live Ouija board, like while I do that live. Does that make sense? Or maybe I'll periscope it. I think that's it's not a bad idea. Actually, that's like really not a bad idea. Um, I wish I had a better answer for you, Hannah, but um, I really don't know the answer. I do know, though, like I've done me Ouija board sometimes when they'll start going to like the thing will start moving to like six, 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 six or like making the evil infinity sign really fast. Or I also have researched that if all of a sudden you're you're a little cursor thing starts moving to all the four corners that so all those three things the 666 the infinity sign or if it's moving to the four corners that means that the spirit is not nice and wants to get into your house or something and that has happened to me before but if that happens you're supposed to just like move the little cursor thing over to goodbye and end it now I'm not saying that it actually works or that's foolproof but again no ghost has decided to like sleep next to me in bed at night or like fuck with me so pretty sure it works I don't know okay um some okay now this is a question I've been asked more than I think anything else back during the summer when I was at my mom's house we were talking about this diet shake and everyone's been asking me what it is well I'm here to tell you it doesn't fucking matter because it doesn't work let me tell you why it maybe works for people because instead of a normal meal they're drinking this shake okay Well, you could actually just like replace every like a meal with like chocolate milk and I'm pretty sure you'd lose weight. You know what I mean? So my theory is that it's a scam. The only thing I liked about it was that it tastes like fun fetty cake. So that was okay. Um, But I really wouldn't recommend it. It wasn't really that great. I got sick of the fun fetty taste like after literally five days. And I'm like, I just can't. You know, I just can't. I'd rather just starve. It's like when Kristen makes broccoli for breakfast. I just can't. I'd rather starve. So if you want to diet, I'll just skip that meal. (laughs) You know what I mean? Worst advice ever. And I'm actually not here to give like good advice. I'm just here to uh, share my my weird theories. Okay. Don't ask about the diet shake anymore, you guys. Totally not worth it. You know what a good way to get in shape is? Uh, Working out. Not that I'm a fan of it. But I am a fan of looking chic while I do things, which is why I'm obsessed with Fabletics. Um, I became obsessed with Fabletics because Kate Hudson's my number one. I've said this before. If I could meet anyone, it would be Kate Hudson. She is my celeb crush, my celeb idol, my WCW. I love her. I love it all. She's the best. She can do no wrong. Her beauty is amazing. Her hair is amazing. Her style is amazing. She has the best wardrobe. She's funny as shit. If you guys don't check her Snapchats, you should because she's like a weirdo and I love it. Um, but she co-founded Fabletics and that's activewear that is so stylish that it can be worn just like it, it can be taken from workout to dinner. That's how cute this stuff is. I have a bunch of Fabletics and sometimes, okay, the days that I work out, which isn't very often, but still, I'll just take, I'll go and work out in this, in their clothes and then throw a leather jacket and like cute heels over it if I'm going to happy hour and it looks like I put that together 
on purpose. You guys really need to go check it out. And that's fabletics.com because it's workout wear for the woman on the go. Because if you don't have time, that style, their style will take you from the gym to a meeting afterwards or picking up your kids or meeting up with friends. And I love that the website is so easy because when you go to fabletics.com, you can take a quick and easy quiz that will allow them to basically recommend outfits that are perfect for your lifestyle and your your type of style. So, and even if you don't like their picks, you can shop everything. It's very easy to use. You can shop by outfits or separates. Um, it's just, a, it's a great situation. But now they're announcing the launch of FL2, and that's their companion men's brand featuring the same top quality active wear to work out, play, and live in. A new VIP member, uh, there's a new VIP member exclusive on both Fabletics and FL2, and you get a complete outfit for just $25 with free shipping and exchanges. $25. Do you know how expensive like Lululemon and that shit is? So expensive. So go and check out Fabletics. Um, you're a moron if you don't. Okay, so somebody asked me also what I think about the furry nail trend. I loathe it <laughs> and sometimes I notice though I will like hate a trend and then like a year and a half later I like jump on it when it's already old like nail art I feel like it's already been around for so long but now I'm jumping on it but I'm really hoping that like I never feel the need to jump on the furry nail trend like it freaks me out I just feel like all this hype about the bear and the revenant you know what I mean? Leonardo DiCaprio, that movie. I feel like they're just wanting to bring fur everywhere. And if someone was going to like fur nails, it would be me because I have an obsession with fur. Not real fur, faux fur, but every one of my friends makes fun of me. If you see my apartment, I mean, I have fur accents everywhere, everywhere. I have, when I go to the airport, I have a furry airport weekend bag. I have fur embellished everything. I can't help it. I love it. I love the texture of it. And um, yeah, it doesn't really belong on your nails because it makes you look like a beast, right? I'm looking at all these photos and I'm like, literally you look like a beast or like if they're colorful, like I would imagine like trolls, like the toy trolls would like have like furry. It's like your nails look like the top of a troll's head. And just... I can't, I can't be sexy. Can you imagine like hooking up with a dude and you're just like, just bite it. You know, people bite their nails or like, you know, whatever, like, you know, just putting your like furry finger in your mouth. Like what? Like what if you like are eating a hamburger and like you get grease all over it? Does that mean that like your furry nails are going to smell like McDonald's for a week? I mean, it's honestly, it needs to go. <laughs> I can't even believe this is a thing. I can't even believe I'm asking this, answering this question. Oh, gosh. Please no furry nails. Okay. Uh, Tracy Buchanan, how did your separation from P and rock bottom situation contribute to your amplified success? I have to say this is one of the best questions because I truly believe that like what I experienced this summer and over the last like the year leading up to the summer has made me realize so much and it's made me 
uh, happier, if that makes any sense. I had such a hard time with season three of Vanderpump Rules and I didn't talk to anybody for like 10 months. And that was a that was a break that I really, truly needed. I needed to get away from everything to appreciate, to find out like what I appreciated and being at rock bottom and not knowing what you want is truly a blessing sometimes because it really forced me to look at myself in the mirror and think about the things that I I find important and the things that I do want. And with that made me realize that, yeah, there are friendships that I, I had missed that I played a huge part in fucking up. And I realized that I... I do love Vanderpump Rules and I and I hustled more on my podcast because I didn't know if I was going to have anything else and that made me fall in love with my with doing my podcast even more um separating from P for a little while over the summer it gave me so much alone time to really like think and reflect and and work harder than I would have if Patrick and I were were absolutely happy and fine during that time So I'm happy that I experienced all of that. It it worked out the way that it was supposed to work out and, and shit's good now. You know what I mean? So thank you for asking that Tracy. Okay. Let's see. This is a long one. So I'm going to try and figure out too where, oh, well, she's asking, Amanda is asking, okay, about my breast reduction because she's saying that She's heard that when you get a breast reduction, you gain weight in other places. First of all, no one told me that. (laughs) I've never heard that. Otherwise, I would have been really fucking scared to like get a breast reduction. And second of all, no, I haven't gained weight anywhere else. I would be happy to, though, because I'd like to gain weight in my ass. You know, I'm really over this concave situation. I need a little juicing there. Um, I will let you know if I start gaining weight in weird places, though. Could you imagine if I just like started gaining weight in like my ankles or just something random? Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. Um, I feel kind of bad for this one. This girl's name is Madeline or Madeline from Sydney, Australia, and her boyfriend of three and a half years just broke up with her out of nowhere. She says, I was the dominant one in the relationship and was always aware things we needed to work on. About two weeks ago, he came to my house, told me he didn't love me anymore and that he was done. Um, I feel like someone had just punched me in the face. Yeah, that is the worst feeling in the entire world. Uh, But she's having a tough time coping because they all have the same friends and he broke up so suddenly and what is worse is that she says that she's kind of the psycho and he is the saint so all of her friends are choosing him that really sucks honestly I can kind of relate to this because season one of Vanderpump Rules when Jax and I broke up uh we were part of that you know we were part of that group we like half started that group it was the six of us Tom, Katie, Tom, Kristen, me, and Jax. And when Jax and I broke up, it was like, well, what do we do now? Because it's always just been the six of us. Like, how do you do, like, how do you get out of your normal routine when, like, for years you've done everything together? And that was really hard. And even though I broke up with him and it was not really out of nowhere, my friends still believed Jax about a lot of things because no one knew he was a full-on liar back then and that was a really really hard time like the most hard time 
And what I would recommend to anybody who's going through this where they feel like they don't have their friends and their friends are siding with the uh, with the other partner. Why don't you just like have a talk with the girls and just say, um, he broke up with me. So feel bad for me. You know what I mean? I mean, you say that you're the psycho one, but like, what have you really done that that's bad? Everyone's a little psycho in relationships. I know I am. I just feel like he's the one that did the breaking up. So you shouldn't be the one that, I don't know, is getting turned on. I hope that helps. I mean, again, I'm not mm, truly like the best at giving advice because I don't have good advice. I just kind of like tell you guys what I feel like I would do. And most of the time that shit's not always right. So take everything I say with a grain of salt, if you know what I mean. Uh, Are any of you guys out there having problems with acne? Because or... Are you having problems with health insurance or are you having problems with finances? Because I have a solution to all three of those things. Curology.com. Yep. It's a website where when you sign up, you get an online uh, consultant. You basically get to work. You get your own little dermatologist and you upload photos of your skin. You write in exactly what your skin is like, skin problems are like. And the person that the dermatologist that you are matched with will come up with a prescription products for you just from that website. A lot of people can't afford to go to a dermatologist or you don't have health insurance and it's so expensive or you don't have time, actually, because we all work and it takes a really long time to find a dermatologist that you vibe with. So that's why I really love Curology.com because you can do it from your house and it's so easy. And if you ever have questions, you can message your profession, your licensed medical professional and ask whatever you want. And they're always there for you. The, pre- the prescription is shipped straight to you. So you don't have to get in the car and go anywhere. It's just super easy to use. And I love convenience. So that's why I love Curology. Today, my listeners get their first month of customized prescription acne treatment for free, F-R-E-E, when they go to Curology.com and enter my code Stasi in the lower, lower right-hand corner of your screen. You have nothing to lose, Khaleesi's. That's 30 full days of free medicine for your face. Free. I always say this. If I have a sponsor where, like, shit's free, you better go and sign up because you're just like wasting time. You know what I mean? So that's Curology.com and my code is Stasi. Go figure that out. All right, guys. Well, well, I just did 40 minutes alone. It wasn't as hard as I thought, um, uh, but you guys can give me some feedback. Again, it's going to take me a really long time to get the hang of this. Just like it took me a while to get the hang of doing a podcast in general. I remember the first like 10 podcasts I did, I would have to stop every two seconds because I just didn't really know how to carry on a conversation like that. And I, I didn't know what people wanted to hear and I didn't know if it was good. Um, uh, this is how my second podcast is going to be for a while. It's going to be a little, a little rusty. It's not going to be perfect, but I'm here to try hard. I'm here to work hard and I'm here to connect with you guys. And if I get emails from you or tweets from you that I find interesting, I want to try and respond to 
them all. Thank you guys so much for listening and just bear with me. Um, my next podcast will be out in what two days on Thursday and I'm interviewing Cameron Hughes all about wine. So it's like a wine for dummies episode. Get excited. Bye, Khaleesi's. <laughs>